welcome to episode six. Six. On the second hand now. Um, episode six of our Run Club, the podcast. It's crazy. Time flies, huh? I know. Did you have some good holidays? My holidays are great. Yeah. They were great. Um, busy, 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 but they were great. Sweet. Did you do anything for New Year's? Like New uh, Year, you know what? We were so busy before Christmas and during Christmas that we just chilled. We right. just relaxed, you know? We kids, my wife, the kids just stayed home. Nice dinner. Nice. And uh, yeah. Put the feet up, relax. Put the feet up and stay. Did you watch the ball drop? Um, I did. Oh, all I right. Did. Nice. Good yep. for you. I was in bed at like 8.30. <laughs> Good for you. That's all right. It's okay. Yeah. You know? Cool. Did you have fun and uh, did you go on a trip? I went to New York City with wife and kids and it was a blast, I'll tell you. Nice. First time with the kids, uh, trying to maneuver around New York City with a nine and a six-year-old. They loved it. Yeah. It was just like nothing they'd ever seen before. It's going to be crazy. Yep. Crazy. I mean, you know, they just couldn't believe the buildings, uh, the people, and uh, I mean, we were, you know, because it was the holidays, it was so busy. We were in a couple of spots where it was wall to wall people. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's no fun when you're trying to navigate. Well, yeah, I tell you, um, we were near Rockefeller Center, and you know, at one point, my daughter's like, "I don't like this. I don't <laughs> like this. It's too crowded. It's too crowded." I mean, it was like wall to wall people. Yeah. But it was neat. Fun festivities going on. But we had a good time. Sweet. Yeah. We're gonna go back when it's when it was a warm weather. Yeah. Is it a little, little chilly more. this this go around? It, it wasn't that bad actually. Yeah. It was we were it was like in the forties and then on the day that we traveled out, yeah. it was just like in the fifties and down. Oh yeah, that's right. Like I just, remember that day. Yeah. yeah. So but you know, it was a good day for traveling and we were on the train, so it was easy to, just easy to do. Perfect. You know, yeah. Sit there and just relax. But now it's good. It was good. We're going to go back again when it's warmer. Sweet. There's just, just tons of things to do. It's just unbelievable. Nice. And uh, yeah. so you didn't have to deal with any winter conditions, really? I did not have to deal with any winter conditions. No. I yeah. mean, nothing real serious as That's far as cool. wind and cold. Well, today, yeah. although we started with your trip to New York, the topic at hand is running in winter conditions. Yep, winter which, conditions. Uh, <coughs> you know, in the Northeast here, they haven't regularly in January, February. I'm yep. sure we're going to start to get into the, uh, you know, single digits for some temps and some snow might be falling soon. So, uh, yep. so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about maybe some tips on how to get kind of through those winter conditions, like what we do to help, you know, help us stay upright when we're running, help us, you know, stay warm, stay safe uh, when the snow starts falling. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have pretty much like five basic things that I like to cover before I head out the door. Um, and then I can just kind of break down what those are. Cool. Um, the first one is kind of dressing for <clears throat> the right weather. So like when it's cold, making sure that I dress in layers. Okay. Um, so like what I find is when, uh, when it's like, I don't know, 30 degrees out, you tend to kind of warm up, so you want to dress for like 50 degrees if you were just kind of hanging out. So when you're running, um, you, I like dressing in layers, because then if I get too hot, I can peel something off. You could always take them off. And I'm still warm, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, <coughs> Thin layers? Yeah. Light layers? Yeah, I don't like anything too bulky, you know? Okay. 
So I'll do like a, a thin like base layer that sits real close to the skin. Um, and then over top of that, do like a half zip or like a kind of a mid layer that's like a little looser fitting. And then like a shell jacket over the top Breaks for the most to, part. To, to, you know, protect from the winds. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Yep. How about yourself? Is that what you end up doing? <clears throat> yeah, it's generally what I do. Um, and depending on the conditions, you know, like, again, you know, it's, it's, thirties a lot different than teens and mm. zero. So, um, I'll, I'll start with a base layer and it's always a wicking material. Yeah. It's never cotton, you know, uh, it, it, that's not going to help keep you warm and keep moisture away from your body. So thin layer first, um, sometimes a short sleeve wicking shirt, sometimes long sleeve, depending on how cold it is, yeah. half zip. And then I have mine. My shell, which I wear on the outside. Right, right. Sure. And do you do like uh, pants or tights? <clears throat> you tights guy? I, t I go tights. Go tights. Um, right. I do have pants that I wear occasionally, but uh, for me, it's tights. And the reason, it's just I like the snug fit. Mm -hmm. I find it keeps me warmer, and I, I don't like things like blowing around or flapping around or anything like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's a it's a comfort thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely. But I have the, a few pairs of tights. You know, I have my. 30 degree weather tights and then I have my you know below 20 tights you know man yeah. like super super warm tights so you know I, I vary that depending on the temperature yeah there's all sorts yeah. of different weights and like materials some will be like more of a nylon so like when it's like a windy day it'll be a little bit better against that that cold wind against you yeah um, and then yeah you just want to steer clear of that cotton stuff usually cotton holds on to moisture yeah. and then when wind hits you and you got a wet t-shirt or a wet pair of shorts or a wet pair of pants it's gonna be super cold mm -hmm. so you just want to I just want to stay dry that's kind of the main goal now up top do you do hat do you have a headband uh, and cold cold temperatures hat definitely a hat um, yeah. you know if we're talking like say 30s 40s then I, I have a just a headband yeah. keep my ears warm cool. you know uh, I have a balaclava Last year was the first time that I bought one. First time I've ever owned a balaclava because we had some really, really frigid temperatures and it was just with uh, wind chills. And yeah. so I bought one of those. I rarely use it, but I just have it just because it's a good thing to have. Um, you know, really, really cold days if you're going out late or very early. Um, yeah. Super helpful, the balaclava. Yep. I end up doing like, um, I don't have one of those, but I'll do like a, like a bandana that I just kind of tie around my yep. uh, neck there so I can use it as like a neck warmer and then like pull it up over the face if I have to. Yeah. Um, so I do that a lot just to protect like my nose and mouth where just like my eyeballs are peeking out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like, you know, head to toe. Usually I do like a wool sock in the wintertime. Wool's great, like a merino wool. Yeah, I'll usually switch up to something uh, like, like a merino wool yeah. um, just because it's a... It's a good, good insulator. Mm -hmm. It is wick moisture wicking. If it does get wet, it's still going to insulate. Right. So, yeah. Have you ever been stuck out there where you uh, maybe didn't dress properly? Oh, geez, yeah. I do all I the mean, time. I mean, it happens. You know, you, you, you try to plan for it and just, especially, you know, you mentioned before the, the Northeast and New England, it's just, you never really know. I mean, and the conditions can change just like that. Yeah. You know, you can leave the door and it's uh, a little warmer and then suddenly the wind chill, you know, kicks, you know, kicks up. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been out that. there where I'm like, either like, <clears throat> I tend to overdress a lot, I find yeah. now. Now that I'm 
old. I, uh, I feel like I just wear too much clothing. I felt like that last year. I felt like um, that I was just going, I was overdressing a lot. Because I don't like to feel cold at the beginning of a run. I know I'm going to heat up. I know I can figure that I'm going to be about 20 degrees warmer, you know. Yeah. But I just, I don't want to feel cold at the beginning of a run. And for some reason, last year, early in the winter, I just got to the habit of doing that. I don't know why. This year, it's a little bit better. This year, maybe I'm just conscious of the fact that, you know, okay, it's a little bit chillier at the beginning, but once you get moving, you're going to be fine. So I think it might have been in my, could have been in my head. I don't know. Um, But yeah. So... You get out there and then it's like, oh, you're just you're heating up. You know, you're, you know, your heart rate's up there, and it's like, oh my god, I'm laboring through this. So yeah, yeah I tend then to peel do. layers off. Yeah, yeah, that's why you're dressing layers. So if you do overdress, you can lose something. I don't like to have to carry something, but you know, if it's light layers, usually you can ball something up. Yeah, what's nice is how they make it. like jackets that just like pack into their own pocket. Yeah, and then you just yeah. slide it on like an armband or a wristband. Yeah, and then it's like nothing. There's some really it's nice stuff cool. out there, high tech stuff that really does a job yes. and it's easy it's convenient to use so super yeah. fancy yeah yeah but uh yeah so that's kind of how i like to dress dress in layers dress for like 20 degrees warmer than it is and then i try not to overdress one thing i always like for some reason i tend to like ditch in the winter time but i really should think about wearing them is like sunglasses yeah you know like for some reason i think cold weather and i don't think about sunglasses right but well you it's think like of super bright yeah you think that sunglasses, summertime, you know, uh, right. where the sun's really bright, but the, it could get really super bright, especially if there's snow. Um, but it's always a good idea, really. I got in the habit of wearing sunglasses a few years back, and I wear them all the time when I run. Yeah. You know, except when it's dark. When it's dark? When it's dark, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, Why do you keep banging in the things? Day. You know, I keep banging <laughs> yeah. in the telephone poles. Might be the sunglasses. No. But it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing to do to cut down on that glare. You want every advantage that, you know, you want to be able to see everything. You want every advantage um, going for you when you're running because it could be pretty dangerous for a lot of reasons. So glare, you could miss out on uh, ice, pothole, car coming at you, so you don't want that. Right. I also found that the glasses sometimes help with wind as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. So It helps keep your face warm. Yep, it does. You know, blocks that wind. So Yeah, you don't think about it, but yeah. Chuck on a pair of sunglasses in the winter. Yes. <laughs> you know? Another thing that I tend to forget about too is like, um, I think it's another thing that I always do in the summer, but I always forget about in the winter is like drinking enough water yeah. or like Gatorade or noon or whatever. Yeah. Staying hydrated. Staying hydrated. Right, because you think about that in the summer, you're sweating a lot, and you know the temperatures higher tends to be right. Um, but you are sweating when you've got all that gear on, mm-hmm. and you are losing electrolytes, so you do need to replenish, and that is something very important, to, you know, to, to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a lot drier in the winter yeah. typically, so that sweat just kind of like goes away, um, so you don't really think about it as much, but. Yeah, you're still sweating. It's still you're still working. So you got to make sure that you hydrate just as much in the winter time as you did in the yeah. in the summer. Yeah, it's um, true. It's just something that tends to slip my mind, and I, I wonder if other people have that <coughs> issue. Yeah. Is that something you forget about too? I do. You know, you just you don't think about it as much. I don't feel like I'm, I'm craving the 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 fluids too, yeah. like, like on a hot summer day. But you know, um, you do easily forget about that. Yeah. You need it. Just, you do. You need it, right? Yeah. You need to stay hydrated because it can become an issue. Sure. Yeah. You mentioned dry 
dry um, weather, cold conditions, cold, dry weather. Do you ever have any issues with like skin? Like, does your skin dry out? Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get a lot of chapped lips. Chapped lips, yeah. Um, hands are like super dry. Um, my hands get dry. Everything gets dry. Yeah, my my lips, my hands crack. My so yeah. Do you do a lot of lotion? Um, I try to I try to lotion up. Yeah, slather up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then I use yeah I use my lip balm, but um, a couple of things that I'll use too. You know, like different things to lubricate because it gets dry out there sometimes mm. too when you got all that gear on you can totally. get a little chafed. Do you so. uh, what, what do you do O'Keefe's? Oh yeah. I see the commercials. The O'Keefe's. I use a I use Body Glide oh, and then right. I use yeah, um, some too. Aquaphor that helps. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It helps keep me. We used to uh, I don't think it has anything to do with dry skin but in cross country when it was like really cold yeah. Just lather up in Vaseline. Yep. So you didn't have to like wear a bunch of clothing when you were racing. Yep. You just put Vaseline on. Put that on, yeah. It's toasty. That's Aquaphor sort of like, you know. And mm-hmm. So, yeah. It helps. Especially in a really, really cold, dry weather. Yeah. That we tend to get in January, sometimes February. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what do you do about... You wear your regular sneaks? Kicks? Um, some, sometimes, shoes. yeah. For the most part, unless it's like icy or snowy, um, what I'll do if it's snowy or whatever, I'll put on like a pair of trail shoes. Okay. Um, All right. I'll throw those on and make sure that I have something with a little bit better traction. Um, better tread. Better tread. Yep. A little bit grippier, kind of outsole, so it's a little bit softer, a little stickier. Yeah. Um, and then it's also like a little bit kind of lower to the ground so if there is any like slipping you didn't not a lot of ankle turning going on cool um, are, are they waterproof the trail shoes water resistant water resistant. Okay. yeah i don't do a lot of waterproof shoes because my feet get real sweaty yeah um yeah. yeah so i'll do like water resistant stuff yeah the reality of the situation is during the winter especially if there's snow and ice your feet are probably going to get up and get getting wet Right. There's really not much you can do to prevent that unless you put like bread bags or something on your feet. You know, you could Yeah, you don't do that. I no yeah. <laughs> Only to get my shoes on and then afterwards. Right. No. <laughs> like that's an old school thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you don't do that? <laughs> of course I don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, well, good, okay. good trail shoe. Um, if I don't like if I maybe I don't have them, I'll do like a yak tracks type of thing okay. or something yeah. like that. I do that. Yeah. I have a pair of yak tracks that I, that I put on. When it's icy and snowy, just for sure, sure footedness. Yeah. Yep. And the pair that I have is it. They're they're foolproof. They work. Yeah. You know, but. Do they slap onto your sweet on club? Yes. Yeah, I any shoe I have, I'll be able to slip them right on and sweet um, kicks, by put the them way. on. Uh-huh. Thank you. I noticed uh-huh. you've got the same pair. Yeah. It's a nice pair of kicks. That's an attractive kicks. shoe. It's a good looking shoe. It's a comfortable shoe too. I like them. Yeah. But you slip on the yak tracks. I put the yak tracks on. The thing about the yak tracks is, it, it, it like, they're not great on pavement. Mm. So we're talking, when talking situations where there's a lot of ice and snow that's packed down, that's when they come into play. Yeah. Other than that, I might just go to like a, a, a shoe that has a little better tread, you know, and then just take my time. Sometimes you got to slow down too in the winter. Sometimes you have just yeah. the, the reality is, hey, I'm gonna get out there. I might not be as fast as I, you know, and just worry about, the, you know, I might not be as fast as usual, or and you just got to get out there. If you're going to get out there, power it through and get your exercise and your fitness in, 
You That's gotta it. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah, don't look at the watch as much. Yeah, right just now. you know, look down, watch where you're going because yeah. it's slippery and Make anything sure you can happen. Stay on uh, both feet. That's You've got to be very, very careful. You gotta careful. You gotta be careful out there. Watch for snow, ice. If you're on the road, you gotta watch for cars. Um, yeah. I kind of do. There's certain routes that I won't take during the winter mm-hmm. when I'm running, uh, just because conditions are too, too, too treacherous. Uh, you know, you're dealing with uh, you know less space when you have snow banks and things like that. So right. th- there's just certain routes that I just can't go on in the winter. I'll go to a couple of parks where I can run around and do loops, and they keep it plowed. And even if they don't keep it plowed, there just aren't a lot of cars that go there. Mm-hmm. So um, plan my routes, change things up. Yeah, that's, change things up. Yeah. Places that where you you know there's yeah. different places. I'm that's something go. I'll do too. Is like yeah. just pick a spot <clears> like um, where like it's a road that's closed. And so yeah, even if like the tr- the traction isn't the best, you're at least not dealing with cars coming at you. And because when the you know the <clears throat> snow plows come through, the roads get like a lot narrower. So you got to make sure that you're you know staying on top of your your game. You know. Yeah. Always face traffic and make sure that the cars see you. Yeah. Before you're like crossing in front of them or anything. Sometimes it's tough with like snowbanks on the side of the road, you know, when that car's yeah. pulling out and you know maybe they're taking a right and you're coming up, and there you look and all they see is snow, yeah. and then you pop out and issues could happen. Yep. So you gotta stay on top of your game, and uh, yeah, just slow it down. Slow it Take down. Take it easy. Just yeah. get the run in. You don't have to break the, any records. Exactly. Exactly. Just be safe. Um, Bright colors too. Uh, yeah, you, that's just to think as about. like any time you go out there, you want bright colors, lights, flashing lights, headlamps. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, be it's being seen is huge. Being seen, being able yeah. to see the headlamp for me is something that I've, um, you know, that's something I've been using for a few years now, and it's it's a you know godsend, especially when there's less light. You know, during the winter, right? you know, yeah. less light Winch in the morning time. or in the afternoon, evening. Um, see where you're going. So, yeah. yeah. What was it? The 21st is the shortest day of the year? Right? I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So we're, getting, we're at least getting, we're getting longer. Days are getting this longer, nice. yes. This is nice. It's a good thing. But, uh, yeah, being seen is huge. <clears throat> I usually try to um, get, like, one of those reflective vests that go over the top, you know? Yep. So, like, you can wear whatever clothes you typically wear, and then you just get that vest and, boom, chuck it over the top. Yep. Or, like you said, lights. Those are awesome. There's a lot of neat things out there nowadays too. It's not just like a yellow vest, though. You know, right. it's just, there are really neat things like vests that you could put on that light up. And I know. You like a nuts. yeah. You look like a you know Las Vegas casino running down the road. But hey, that's cool. That's you want to be seen. Most for cars sure. don't run into Las Vegas casinos. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure it happens. I mean, but, occasionally it happens. Yeah. I would imagine. Do you ever find this when I'm running down the road and sometimes like I'll have like a light on or whatever? And the car will kind of like, I think it like sees me, it's like looking at me, yeah. but it'll like come towards me. Deer towards you? Yeah. Maybe then, because you're so lit up that, you know, be, maybe. They're like, what is that? And that then they aim towards like, you? oh yeah, yeah, that's a person. So yeah. I find that like when you do put on like blinking lights, if you can put like things on your arms, like on your wrists or on your ankles yeah. or on your shoes yep. that like move like a person. You know, as opposed to just being like a big cone of reflectivity. Yep. So they can see your full body movement? Right, yeah. Yeah. Like make sure they know that it's like a human that's moving and not just like a cone on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. That can be helpful too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I see people doing, I see that. I see people with the lights on their dogs too. Mm. I guess that's something to remember too. If you go into a room with your dog, put a light or reflector or something that motorists are gonna be able to see on the dog too. Right, Mm. yeah. Do you uh, you run with your dog? My dog is a little too wild for me to do that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I, I will at some point. I really want to try that. Um, she's a terrier, and she's just all over the place. But I think that I'll be able to pull them up at some point. Someday I'd like to do it. Maybe get out in the trails or something. Do you? Uh, we've run with our little dog. We have like a little, uh, I don't even know what she is. She's like a Yorkie Shih Tzu mix, I think. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we've run with her. She's little, but she's full of energy. And like she, I mean, we just did like a four mile run slash walk with her nice. the other day. She was beat, like she's been napping for like three days <laughs> straight. But yeah, so we try to get out there with her. I always wonder like if there's like conditions like in the winter that are like bad for dogs. Like how cold? Yeah, I know. Like go, breathing you know? wise, like if it's really really cold, is that bad for their, you know, their their sinuses, their lungs? Right. Yeah, I don't wonder. know. I'd have yeah. to do a little Google search yeah. on that, I guess. I wonder about that with people, too. Like, I mean, is it is that really, really cold? Do you ever get that with the lungs? Like, the burning lungs? Well, sometimes, sometimes yeah. Sometimes my lungs, if it's really, really cold, my lungs will... Yeah, you'll feel the burning. Uh, you know, your lungs, your throat. Uh, I get my sinuses sometimes. When yeah. it's really, really cold out, I'll come back from a run, and if it's dry and cold, I'll sneeze. A lot, I'll, yeah. I, a lot, yeah. 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 Get I get bloody noses. noses. Bloody noses. I get, I get bloody noses. That. Yeah. Um, Me too. Yeah. All the time. It's annoying. It's scary too, because you think it's boogers, right? <laughs> you think it's boogers, and you know, you know, all runners can maybe do a little, little yeah, snot rocket. a little snot rocket, and yeah, like you know, we've talked about this before, but runners—they're not modest at all, you know. You, no. Snot rocket. You got to get it out. You wipe it on. Gloves are made. They're, they're soft so that you can wipe your nose, right? You right. know, running gloves. And uh, so yeah, yeah. Not rockets turning bloody noses and it's messy. Oh, so. Forget it. Game over. Speaking of gloves. Yes. What about gloves for you? What do gloves, oh, yeah. mittens? What do you do? Do you double up? I do. See, I do gloves, but I tend my hands tend to get warm. Yeah. So like, I'm cool with whatever. Um, but mittens are always warmer. You know, yeah. if it's like really cold. Yeah. Folks will do mittens. I bought a pair of mittens last year, and another thing was so cold. Uh, I bought a balaclava pair of mittens for the first time, and I don't use them much, but. I have on a really, really cold days yeah. used them, but they get really steamy. I have to take them off sometimes. Yeah. Other than that, I wear like a thinner, a thinner glove. Yeah, we have awesome, awesome gloves that have like all the, all the things. But Those, I meant uh, Zensa gloves. Very nice. They got the reflectivity. Yep. They got the little nose wipe. Yes. Can do. Soft for the nose. They got the uh, little grippies. Grippies. So you can grab on stuff. Yep, you've got the little tiny uh, little phone touch the thing. The phone touch yeah. finger thingamajig. They get little clips so you don't lose them. I mean, it's like the perfect glove. Yep. Although Sweet. sometimes I find myself just wearing like the dollar <laughs> knit gloves from like Walmart or something. Yeah, it's not it's too fun. cold. Yeah, if it's not too cold, I'll, I'll rock that. Yep. What's funny is the other day, <laughs> not the other day, gosh, it was like two months ago, I did that Seacoast half marathon and it was like so cold it was like teens maybe below that and the wind was like crazy and i forgot my gloves and uh Mm. i was talking to one of our run club members fernando he had i was like man you got any extra gloves i'm dying here he had a nice clean pair of socks oh so i was wearing fernando's socks there you go that's funny i was racing 
Yeah. I would have worn dirty socks on a day like that if I yeah, sat cold. Right. Yeah. But, um, well, you know, I mean, if it's you like talk a about a good pair of running socks, they're moisture wicking. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, it was like running with a mitten. My hands got so hot, though. But I couldn't lose them because they were Fernando's socks. Get, you had to give them back to Fernando. I had to give them back. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so I, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. You know? Yes. It was a rough day at the office, but my hands were nice and toasty thanks to Fernando. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, buddy. Because you want to keep rolling during the winter, right? You know what right. I mean? Um, That's another thing. It's motivation in the winter tends to kind of... Well, you know, when there's less light, I think there's something to be said for like, well, maybe you're not as motivated, you're not feeling as energetic, mm. getting out in the morning. If, if you run early in the morning and getting up and going out into the cold, you might not be as motivated. You might yeah. just want to stay in that nice warm bed for an extra 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Uh, at night, like I'll a lot of times run in the evening, but it's like, oh, you know, getting out there in the cold and it's dark and you're not motivated to do it. So, it's true. Yeah. I have a tough time getting out the door in the morning, that's for sure. I mean, especially this time of year because it's so cozy in the in the bed yep. or on the couch. It's it's you know, hard motivation. Up. But uh, yeah, well, that's <clears> what I find <throat> like, um, I mean, we've talked about it a ton of times before, but running with people is yeah. always like, that's big, huge, motivating. Yep. But it's also like a safety thing too in the wintertime. Sure. You know, like yeah. if something happens, like if you do slip on ice. What if you, you, you fall? If, if you, you fall and hurt yourself. Break your hip. Yeah. Then uh, you have a pal to call the ambulance. Yeah. Come pick you up. Running with people, running with a partner, running with groups. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there's no matter where you go in, in the U.S., you know, and there's there are local run shops and groups that meet up, and right. local run shops have group runs, and uh, so yeah, I mean taking advantage of those i mean i know sure. you know you around to. here we'll just we'll run it you know we'll just keep running through the winter you know there's run groups that just will not quit which is good to see you know mm. uh, so yeah that yeah. can be super helpful super helpful in the yep. winter is running with people looking um, up and running with people it's yeah. a good thing just knowing that you have someone to meet is is helpful yep. um yeah i have a what what do we call it a would you rather for okay you. All right. A would you rather. A running would you a rather. A running would you rather. Okay. Okay, so would you rather run in a, like, maybe like 10 degree day, freezing cold, windy, rough, or would you rather run in a 90 degree day? Okay. Humid, hot, sticky. So hot, humid, sticky day or cold, freezing day. That's tough. Um, well, you know, humidity is a killer for me. I think it's a killer for most runners. Yeah. Humidity is rough. I, you know, it's, I could deal with a dry 90 degree day as opposed to humidity. If you're talking humidity, I'm going to I'm, I'm go with a 10 degree day. Yeah. 10 degree day, yeah. Because I'll be all geared up and ready to go. Right. If it's icy, I put my yak tracks on, and I just, it, it's like a challenge, mm -hmm. and you get psyched up for that challenge if you have the right gear, and I feel like I do. And 10, not bad. Yeah, I think I can do it. Okay. I think I'd prefer to do that. Uh, 90 and hum humid, yeah, it's rough. That is rough. It's rough. How about you? Uh, that's a good question. I would you? probably do, I'd do the 10 degree day, too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I would just bundle up. 
Because you can cover pretty much anything. You get, you get winter hat, yeah. sunglasses, bandana around the face, warm jacket, pants, tights, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Ready so you to can, go. Like, you can gear up for it, you know? Yeah. Whereas like I, the 90 degree day, I mean, you got split shorts and as dudes, we can do just that. Yeah, you know? really. But um, I'm, not still doing that. I'm not going shirtless, though. You're still I uncomfortable. Think. I know. Yeah. Even if you're wearing just splitties. Right. You're still uncomfortable. Yeah, the humidity is a killer. I, but you know what? else is uncomfortable around you watching you have to run in those split shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so. The family in the park when you're going by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweaty guy in split shorts. I'll tell you, um, if you ask me, though, two days from now, I might give you another, I might give you another answer. <laughs> yeah, what Once is, I run in two 10-degree yeah. days, it's like, oh, my God, I'll take the 90-degree any old day. But, you know, it's funny. I talk to, I talk to other runners, and there's, you, you get different, different groups of people. You know, you get some people who would take, gladly take the cold or right. the, the heat and humidity, yeah. and other people are like, are you crazy? Uh, the snow, ice, I've got to you know, wear all this bulky clothes. I've got to go out there. <laughs> You know, it's 10 degrees, but it's like zero with the wind chill. No way. So, It's funny, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think it would flip if we did this podcast in July. I know, really. <laughs> you know? So when we're doing it in July, we'll do another whodunit. And, or would you rather <laughs> right. whodunit? It's a running whodunit. No. Would you rather? And then see, we'll ask the same question. All so. right, let's do it in July. Okay. I'll, put, I'll put it on my, in my notepad. That's right. You know, <laughs> Write that down. Jot it down jot on your notepad. Jot it down. So, but you know, just one thing we really haven't talked about. What's that? So, you get a situation, right? Mm-hmm. Where. Uh, is this a running hypothetical? This could be a running hypothetical. Yeah. Here's a running, and we might have talked about this before. I don't know if it's a running hypothetical, but right. maybe it let's, is. Let's hear it. Um, so, you've got like, here in the Northeast, we've got the Nor'easters, right? And those storms come in, and they're very, very. Uh, they're just treacherous. They're treacherous. Um, and say you've got your window of opportunity to get out there and go run mm-hmm. and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and the snow starts to fall and it's mm-hmm. going to be treacherous yep. do you skip your run on that day or do you do you go on your run to get it in oh i see if you asked me that question like five years ago yeah i get my run in okay okay now i'm old and i don't feel like I'm not quite as like gung ho about it. Yeah. And you know we have a treadmill in the house. So, okay, so that's do, okay. I'll just do that. But uh, so it's conditional. You've got a yeah, treadmill. I got you, a treadmill. All right. But you I, didn't, yeah. Even okay. even though like even if I had a treadmill five years ago, I'd go outside and do it because yeah. I just hate running up the treadmill so much. Yep. Um, but yeah, nowadays you know I got a wife, I got a kid coming. Right. You got a kid coming. I got a kid coming. I got to stay alive. You got to think about that, right? All right. I gotta stay alive. Kid I don't needs, need to get Kid needs a father. Yeah, don't want to get smashed by a snowplow or something. Yeah, you know, because those guys are nuts when they get driving around. No offense to any snowplow drivers listening. No, I mean because they've got their exact. They've got their thing that they need to do, right? right? And they've got to get those roads clear for a lot of things. Yeah, sometimes Namely, they're up rescue for like vehicles, twelve right? hours a day. Some of them up for like, twelve hours yeah. a day. It's 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 a stressful job. So, you know, last thing they want to have to deal with, or last thing they're expecting in a blizzard is a runner. Right. No matter how bright your colors are, you're, you know, that you're wearing, you have a headlamp or light or flashing, whatever, you know, you could be lit up like a Christmas tree, they still might not be able to see you. And they're not thinking that, you know, that 
Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yeah, things need to take into consideration. So you mentioned a yeah. treadmill before, and we really haven't talked a lot about that. No, yeah. Sometimes in the winter conditions, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Got to be done. The old mill. The old mill. I hate the treadmill. I know. You know what? And and some people love it. Some people love it. It's true. Some people, it is hard to do. It's 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 dreadful, I guess, for it some is. folks. Yeah, it's funny. I put a little meme up on social media today. With it was a picture of like Robin Williams with like when he was in some movie where he had like a big long beard and he looked like all like some dude who had been like trapped in a cave for like a hundred years. And oh it yeah. Was like oh one you know just finished my run on the treadmill. What year is it? Because it always feels like it takes forever yeah. to get a run in on the treadmill. And yeah. any time I'm on it, I feel like I'm constantly checking the clock. Yeah. I tend to do that too. And it never feels like it's gone anywhere. I try not to look at the clock a lot when I'm on a treadmill, but I end up going back to it. It just sucks me back, you know. I just, I can't help myself. That's why, I mean, it's like, I guess you kind of have to be creative about it. I don't know. Yeah. Music, TV, if you happen to be in there, yeah. television stuff. I don't have a treadmill in my house, but if I did, um, I wish I kind of did sometimes, mm. you know. I could probably sit there a long time and yeah. collect dust and might be a coat hanger but I think that if you know there are times where if it's really icy if it's really snowy I would probably go to it now which I probably wouldn't have said that five years ago yeah I don't have one in my house though so yeah it's kind of moot point but but I do have places I can go during the winter conditions if I absolutely have to like a closed loop type of spot or or well with a treadmill like I can oh, go I can go yeah. to the Y I can you know I can go and I and my where I work I you know we, we have a treadmill right so I can mm. I can use that so I'm fortunate there but yeah if I have to yeah I but always it, find I play little games with myself yeah I like I'll put the towel over the thing on the treadmill mm -hmm. so I don't have to see it or I'll like mix up the speeds, like do like a workout. Yep. Sometimes that helps take my mind off of like the redundancy yeah. of just repetitive like. Mess around with the elevation, yeah. right? You yeah. Know? Elevation. So. Yeah. I think that sometimes will help kind of break the monotony of it. Yeah, I can't go as long on a treadmill. I have. I, I I've done like maybe 11, 12 miles on a treadmill. Really, is the longest. Yeah. I know people can go a lot longer than that. Um, I can't. I don't know that I can do that now. I did it one crazy day, but mm. you know. So yeah, yeah. Just you just have to understand your limitations, what you can handle on it, yeah. or what you're willing to tolerate. Yeah, and, I think it's more stand. what I'm willing to tolerate. It's, it's what you're willing yeah, to tolerate and right. stand. So yeah, but you know, it's it's again, it's it's fitness. That's it's it. running fitness. Getting work in, getting so in the work. Better than doing nothing. So if you have to, like I was just the trip that we just made to New York City. Was one day I, I knew I wasn't going to get a I wasn't going to get a run in mm -hmm. around the city. We just we we're going to go go go. We had a lot of stuff to do, but I had it just I had 30 minutes. I'm like, it's either no run, or it's 30 minutes in the fitness room on a treadmill. Mm -hmm. So I, I went and I did that. That's good. Minutes. Yeah. So it was good. I got it in. And I felt better about myself doing it. I mean, I felt better physically, you know. So yeah. Yeah. You know, treadmill. Better. You got to do it sometimes. The old treadmill. The old treadmill. It's the worst. So. The yeah. worst. Yeah. <laughs> there are some high-tech models out there now with TVs built in, sound systems. Um, so yeah. Do you know what's crazy is they now have like you know how they do like cycle classes. Yes. They have like treadmill. Yeah. Studios. Yeah. Where people will like lead a class. Yeah. Oh, that's a kind of creative way. Get you through it a little bit. Uh, 
better than I think if you're by yourself, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like going for a group run, but it's like a, it's a, a group run, but on a treadmill. So there you go. You get people there who are gonna, maybe it's some of the same people that you see time and time again, or you know, you got others to run with. You've got an instructor. Yeah, right? it's and they're kind of guiding you along, guiding you along, dictating yeah. the pace and elevation, and it's it's kind of neat. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So like a spin class, like or something a spin like class that. with yeah. treadmill people for runners. Yeah, spin class for runners. Mm-hmm. I did a spin class the other day. Did it? Did it knock you dead? Awful. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people do those things. Was it just you're out of your element? Uh, yeah, so out of yeah. my element. I got beat by like they have like a leaderboard. I got beat by like some fifty-year-old ladies, and I felt was it humbling? Ashamed. <laughs> yeah. You I, was, oh. I was like, oh, yeah. It was a humbling experience for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a cycler. I get those sometimes. You get humbled? The humble, you get humbled. You, when you go do something else, you know, you do something else, you're not usually there. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. like, like biking, spinning, biking. Uh, yeah. What was your humbling experience? Um, for me, I love mountain biking. Yeah. I love mountain biking, and I can go forever, you know, was, you know and I can climb. Uh, but just getting into a situation where... You're dealing with a speed situation, a race situation, yeah. And I'm just not a hot dog. In <laughs> yeah, I'm not a hot dog, and that just you just fly through it. I'm a little more um, cautious, a little more, you know, apprehensive in certain situations, like saying going downhill. It's a downhill Ooh, adventure. Downhill's oh, cool. that's humbling that's for me. Brutal. Yeah, that's gotta be brutal. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Cycling on the like a stationary bike was hard enough for was, me. Yeah. I can't imagine. Doing that while navigating rocks and roots and all that stuff. Yeah, and I've been on the trail running. I've been on the trails, and I really enjoy it. But I think that would be humbling for me. Running on trails. Running on trails, yeah. like in a fast situation with really, like really experienced trail runners, because I think that mm. they're so skilled, you know, and they just can yeah, they fly. After it. And for me, I don't necessarily fly when I'm on the trails, whether there's snow, whether there's mud whatever all weather conditions I just take my time when I do it it's a different beast but um, seeing some other people run trails it's like yeah they're unbelievable that's for sure I you know speaking of when when we're talking about winter conditions I did like going on the trails Um, I remember last year there were some days there were some snowy days that I went out there and I put my trail shoes on and went out there and the traction was tough and but it was nice I got into the woods it was a different kind of running I'm used to running on the road mostly but this was a different experience for me, and I wasn't moving as fast as I normally would when I'm on the road, but it's no big deal um, to, to worry about the pace. And it was nice. It was really cool. Yeah, it's I did some nice. really nice things out in the woods, and, you know, nice loops and trails, and it was really, really neat. You know? Yeah, I think the, um, with, like, the snow's not packed down, and yeah. it's, like, fresh powder, it's kind of <clears> nice because you don't have, like, there's not people around to, yeah. like, either bother you or, like, cars to distract you and like uh, it was nice yeah and the footing's not that bad no when it's like loose powder yeah. snow it's even not. if it's packed if there's enough of it so you can you know there might be you know, footsteps and uh, footprints and if there's a, enough snow there you can get a grip and you know yeah like I said I wasn't really paying attention to the pace it was really nice I was climbing up some hills and running down hills and it was really really neat it's neat and that's something I normally wouldn't do right. so it was kind of a change up so that's yeah. nice cool 
right, well, that I think we're gonna have to wrap it up. We're gonna have to wrap it up because yeah. you know duty calls. Duty calls. There's other things that we need to exactly. do right now. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you do? You know what you want to talk about next week? There are just so many things that I just. I'm not sure. Not sure. How about you? Well, we could do we could do a podcast on trail running now that we brought it up. Let's talk about trail running. Let's do that. Okay. So yeah, next week. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Good. Cool. So next week, uh, you can tune in to episode seven. Episode seven. Lucky where, seven. Lucky number seven, where Ray and I will talk about trail running. <laughs>